Bless up, bless up, bless up. Welcome back to another stage in the Corner League podcast. I'm your host, Az. This is my co host, Nick. Big up. So, Nick, all gone, all gone. Just don't watch your side lose. You good? I'm here. Still not trying to cool off, but I'm here. Football is gone. I'll show you, man. But now, nah, like, it was a depressing showing from Manchester United still. Never really expect that out of them. Especially after a weekend start off. But, um, yeah, we're going to start off with the English Premier League, though. Um, can just run through the results real quick. Of course, you know, um, had a few games on Saturday. Crystal Palace playing Tottenham. Crystal Palace coming out on top, true love. Um, well done, Zero. Never lost to Tottenham as a player now, as a coach, not losing. Um, Wolves, Wolves went up against Watford, coming out two love winners. Um, Brian beating Brentford in possibly what could be a, a relegation six-pointer. Um, definitely what would be a relegation six-pointer as, as the season going is Norwich against Arsenal. Arsenal actually winning and scoring. Begging a goal. <laughs> they got it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal is still a little bit suspect to me, but them get them get them three points. So now I fight them. Um, Southampton against West Ham. West Ham. Nila Aldra, Mikel Antonio, Red Card. Only Kappa Brent. effect. Yes, boy. Sweet more effect. Might have a go over, river go wash off. At least, at least money enough to worry about him weekend coming, eh? Um, of course, speaking of Manchester United, coming out 4-1 winners. Going to jump into that a little bit more. Return of the prodigal son, Cristiano back. Um, Man City coming out one love winners over Leicester. Chelsea three love against Aston Villa, and Liverpool three love over Leeds. And final game was on Monday against with Everton versus Burnley. Everton coming out three one. If you watch a game, you probably would think it would be a three one game though. Uh, worst 45 minutes ever for the first half, but pick up Rafa, small tactical change, unlike Ole today. <laughs> Side coming, storming back, them. they look good in the second half for real still. Pretty impressive how them did look after the change, actually. Alright, so we're going to start it off first. Um, which game you want to go through first? can start off with the Chelsea game. Chelsea, three love winners against Aston Villa. Um, goal scorers, Romelu Lukaku with a double. Um, Matija Kovacic. What do you think? What do you think about the game? What do you think well, Chelsea look? For starters, I don't know why Tuchel just throw Saul in the in the den like that. I don't know what he was expecting. Yes, he's a good midfielder, but newly. You don't know anything about this league apart from what you watch on TV. That was kind of suspect. But, you know, in time will come because I see him as a starter in that team. Probably over, probably over Kovacic when the time really? comes. But we'll see how it works. Or possibly him on Kovacic and Georgina come off the bench. Yes, there is a goal, but, you know. But, there is so much to pick from from Chelsea. That's why I have them as favorites for the league, sadly. 
<laughs> Sadly. <laughs> to be to to to, to be honest, uh find it a little bit surprising about the soul starting though. Um I mean, especially over Georgina considering, you know. Georgina is a man. Especially um how he played last season, coming out of the Euros as well. You really think he can take um Georgina game? Um depends on what. If you want to change him system, which he probably can with the players, with Lukaku definitely, because they don't have to be that ball over the top from Georgina all the time. And see Morsi, Saul and Kai linking up. Look at one, two here and there, because Saul is the more, um, he's better going forward than Kovacic. Kovacic is decent, but um, as a more secure role, I would say Kovacic over Saul. But yeah, we'll see it go. If you want to change the system. Yeah, I, I could see that. I can. I mean, I could see that midfield. Um, I definitely think it's when he does acclimatize to the league. Um, I'm definitely gonna give Tuchel some headaches and raise some questions as to whether he should be starting. Um, so I mean, I I definitely can see him coming into his own eventually. Wasn't a good showing for him this weekend, but I mean, not many people walk into the English Premier League and and. I hit the ground running. Speaking of hit the ground running, look at Lukaku. Uh, what's that? Three goals in two games for him now? Well, yeah, he come back to prove a point. You know, I'm happy for the the goal at Stamford Bridge. Never work out under certain managers and you try to go elsewhere. Never work out at Manu. Doing thing in Italy, come back. And... Based on where he's at, at his in his career now, kinda easy for him to just drop in that team and be the focal point, make the running behind them have a target now, as opposed to Timo. We we both obviously support Manchester United and of course Lukaku previously represented Manchester United. Um, based on his time there, would you say that he's a a better player now, or you think it's pretty much just the same, just that um, Chelsea's system works better for him? Um, I guess the system worked better, I mean, because during that transfer window, when it was, um, the choices were Lukaku or Marata, I, I definitely said Lukaku because he's more of an impact in the game. Morata is just on and off. Lukaku would more make that run in the channels. A better target man. Um, although Morata got that header against us, that one nil that still hurt. But we got the better deal in that one. Just the players at the time, manager at the time, never woke up. So to, to be fair, you know, actually, I mean, you brought up the point of um, Manchester United have a decision to make between Lukaku and Marata. I actually wanted the other route. I actually wanted us to get Marata. To be fair, I didn't want any of the two. I really don't like any of the two of them. But out of the two, I wanted Marata because he's a much more mobile player. And for me, Lukaku just, I mean, him touch Fred-like. I, I you know I just I, I just never thought he could be a a a leading striker, 
I mean, yeah, we've seen him do it in, in Italy, but we all know Italian league against the English league is two different things. So I personally wanted Morata. Um, looking looking at it now, I think like I said, we, we probably got the bet the better um the better player out of it. Give thanks for that. But um yeah, I think I think probably how Chelsea play might be a better more suited for him. Um Manchester United definitely how we play, I don't think it was the best choice to go for Lukaku. But hey, you know them say as well that ends well, right? He help us reach somewhere. True, 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 true. So okay, uh, respect him for him provide us with, but we're on to bigger and better now and give thanks to that. But um otherwise from that, I mean, in terms of the the overall the overall side for Chelsea, how how you think they're looking? Um they were looking very good defensively against Aston Villa. Especially in the second half, um when Leon Bailey came on, you know. It looked like he made some changes to the Aston Villa team, and they were asking questions. I mean, they didn't have any real, I would say, clear cut chances, but they definitely, they definitely made Chelsea sweat a little bit. So the game didn't, the, the game didn't present as a thrill of win, if you were to actually watch it instead of hearing the result. So what do you think? Um, well, it's kind of how that whole Tuchel started the back four, well, back three with Chalaba. He's a youngster. Him, yeah, he had a decent game the game before. Um, so I guess he might give him a chance. So, but in time will come, definitely not as a regular starter. We'll go more Christensen, Chilwell, they'll definitely be in the team. I don't see them doing this on a regular basis. It will be more the regular Reese James, Chilwell, Hudson Adoy Hada. Decent game, but yeah, not sure about his options as the season goes on. Goes along, Alonso can't defend, but a very good wing back going forward. I don't think defend and, and Alonso should be in the same sentence unless you put the word can't. That guy is so suspect defensively, but um, I pretty much agree with everything else that he's saying. I definitely like the looks of Chalaba, though, um, definitely can be. You can see that he's somebody to watch for the future, for sure. Um, earlier, you made the show that, you know, Chelsea is a side that you consider the favourites for the, the Premier League. I can see that, to be honest. Especially with how defensively sound Tuchel have them. I mean, even in the game over the weekend, like I said, they really weren't very good. And to come out with a clean sheet and scoring three three goals, I mean... It's like they say, you know, you don't always have to be good. Sometimes you have to be lucky in football. So, yeah, man, I think Chelsea's definitely the side that um, a lot of persons might have for the title this year. So, I guess see what going to happen with that. Um, from there, I guess we can segue into the next into the next game. Manchester United. Return of the prodigal son. Cristiano Ronaldo is back. Give, 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 give me a rundown on the game. Give me a rundown on the game. On this game, the no, only thing that was wrong with this game was never keep a clean sheet, but we know that we're ready. Um, <laughs> Sloppy goal. Yeah, I don't like, well, it looked like it was a plan from Forget Varan to play a high line. I don't like it. I don't care how quick Varan 
one is like a neutral, I don't think I don't care if it's there. Can't work unless you make a central defensive midfielder. Look at protection first. You can't just expose them just so because all oh, the man is fast. The high line wouldn't like it at all. But he will learn. Or less stubborn, but he will learn. But yeah, the, the return, finally. Cavani will be back as well. I'll see how he can work toward him in a game together, whether from the start or somebody come on, somebody provide assist for the other. But yeah, it was a good game. I actually, well, Bruno's goal was great, but I actually liked it. The Lingard goal, the last goal. The dummy from Marshall, two, def- two defenders dead. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was really good. And I mean, um, post-match interview from Oli made a very good point that you know, if he if he could give the assist to somebody, say would I give it to Tony Marshall? Because I mean, those things those show up on the stat sheets, but as I say, it was a very brilliant play. I mean, to know wouldn't even because I, I actually watched replay of that, and if you look at it, you will see that he not even look around. He's like, I don't know if Jesse gave him a shout or he just knew that he was there, but to dumb it right there. Really, a really, really good goal, and I really, really like the show in Manchester United. Um, I think we controlled most of the game, well, pretty much all of it, with the exception of the moment when we gave away the goal. Side looked really good going forward. Um, Sancho seems to be coming a little bit more into his own. I still, still has leaps and bounds to go though, because him still look like him timid to really run at defenders, and I don't know. Why do you think that is? Because I, I don't understand it because looking at him back in the German league, I mean, that was what he was about. Taking on defenders, running at them full speed, making them make decisions that would advance the team. So why, why, what do you think is holding up Sancho now? Probably right now, just overthinking. I don't think it's pressure. It's just overthinking. Like, all right, beat him, then do what? I said, no, I have to beat him first. Like he's done, he's already thinking about beating the defender, right? And then what's the next move after that? But you have to slow it down a little bit and then probably like 10, 12 games in, you'll see Sancho. And then like this team on a counter attack, any, any backline, any, any goalkeeper. But breaking teams down is what I want to see most this season. Like I need to see. Pogba Bruno picking the right pass. Sancho will definitely make that running behind. Cavani or Christie will be waiting. Because how they may break them down. But Sancho will get there. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see I definitely see him getting there. And I, I just hope he meet him stride at the right moment. Because especially next month, October is a very, very rough month for Manchester United. The games come quick and fast. And the opposition that we're playing, we're playing, I think we play, what, four of the top six next month? We're starting this weekend because we have Wesson this weekend. And we actually have Wesson again next weekend in the Cup. So, David Moyes have a point to prove with his squad. Sancho will be coming up against Cresswell. Decent left back, so he'll put a little pressure on Sancho. So, he does have a deal with it. That's true. Um, what about the middle of the side? Um... Started with Fred and 
sorry, started with Matic and Pogba. Um, Pogba, I mean, we've been seeing Pogba getting a lot of drive, playing off of that left-hand side, um, a little more advanced role, but he started much more central. I think it was a quiet showing for him. I definitely do. As much as persons wanted to play more in the middle, I don't think Pogba really likes playing that role. Unless him playing for like France, where, as you say, him have that holding defender behind him, where him know him can just run up and down because him have somebody who can cover him and protect him. How do you think he was this weekend? Yeah, definitely. Like, once Ole puts him there, it does. We just know that we have to expect a disciplined Pogba. We're not really be seeing, you know, the dance for Pogba, doing him thing, shake off a defender. Um, with a with a ball cross, you might see one and two passes, um, over the top, but not against the real Pogba. Once is once you don't get that defensive yeah. Once is him and once is him and Fred or him and Matic, because we have to be disciplined because Matic do have the legs, Fred awareness positioning usually off nine times over ten, so. The whole team of work together to help the midfield and push out. And late later on in the game, we saw um Oli making three changes. Uh, Marshall coming on as we spoke about earlier. Lingard coming on as well and getting the the goal. And Van de Beek, the man that are pretty much, I think all Manchester United fans, even outsiders, have been pretty much crying out for him to get game. This was his first minutes for the EPL this year. I mean, it wasn't much, um, but how do you, you think he looked at over the weekend? Uh, well, that was, well, he got like four, five minutes or so. Um, not much, um, just for the, probably the Lingard goal, because he's an attacking threat, so in May have to ball the Pogba, make a little run, somebody get gold in just because. Um, he actually played well today. For the 45 minutes, he misplayed, he misplaced two passes before the red card. Um, Ole kind of panicked, well not kind of, Ole panicked at half time because we got the red card. Alright, fine, you make the change, just cover the back, keep the back forward. He could have stayed, but you know, you pull off the man, so now he probably got back in a slug now and say, All right, what will I do now to prove that I can, you know, hold a spot in the team, not start every game, but hold a spot. Fred, I don't know. It, it, it is not much Fred, it's just worries. True. Uh, that, uh, that was a. Champions League match earlier today. Um, we'll still get we'll still get another Champions League. Maybe we we'll, we'll go on finish off the EPL. Um, before we switch over to the Liverpool game, I have to touch upon the man, the meet the legend, Cristiano Ronaldo, back at Old Trafford, back at the Theatre of Dreams, opening his account, two goals. Um, we could touch upon him there, cause well, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, 
We're going to talk about the general. Eh? Two goals. Um, first, first 10, 15 minutes, I think he was nervous. You could have tell him he was trying too hard. He got two early chances. One was just one big swing and a miss. But I mean, I think after the whole, you know, the crowd singing him name for 90 minutes, the whole emotion and passion of coming, you know, coming back home to where he made his name, I think after he kind of subsided a little bit within himself, you know, we got to see more of the Christian Ronaldo that people have come to know now. Yeah, you nice. know, the the he's no longer that 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 wide player bombing up and down the wing, taking on people, but very smart striker, very very smart striker. Know know the runs to make, good off either one of his feet, right left, good in the air. How how you think it was for him coming back to Manchester United? That was a. I guess an 8 out of 10. 8 why out of 10. Why, why um, well, really, the, the, really the 8 just got a big swing and miss. Um, but that's just me. Just a dial it down. But it was a good game for him. Um, for that big swing and miss, I was hoping for a little chop back or a little reverse. That's what I was expecting. Reverse cross, but then I said, no, that's not. That's that's the old Christie. That's the Christie from way back when. I was only Sancho in the box, and I said, all right, I see him go for the kick. And I said, wait, hold on. You know, warm up here, all right. Let's see what I'm going for the next one. But, you know, uh, for the goal, yeah, he's not the best poacher in the team. That's Cavani, but he's a great, he's a great poacher. And, you know, Greenwood left foot deadly, right foot deadly as well. Good. Hmm. What a decent strike, small deflection. I guess that shook up the keeper a little bit. Um, but he was there. Right moment, right time. Second goal, Luke Shaw was out and running. And Emona can trust Ronald in that 10 to 15 yard finish, no problem. Some people say it's suspect if I go to the leg, but Ball, ball kick hard, precision. Pick a spot, go for it. Speak, speak, speak in I mean, he was the one, obviously, who made the. He's the one who made the first goal. Um, just before, just before the halftime whistle. Um, with Bo, he was playing off of the right hand side over the weekend, with both yeah. him and. Christiana in the attack. Do you see... I mean, they're both great players, as I said. Both of them can go off either foot. And they're both quite, quite, quite good finishers. Um, Definitely, Mason Greenwood would be the more natural finisher of the two. But do you see any problems between him and Christiana in the sense that they're both players that... I mean, their first, their first second and third thoughts is to shoot. Then maybe they might think about passing, then them still gonna shoot, and then maybe after that they might actually pass. Do you see there being issues between them playing together? Um, well, not no, because I don't think I think he want Cristiano wants to play for the team. He wants to help the team. Um, he had his selfish moments at Madrid. Broke all kind of records, yes, but he had his selfish moments playing as a. Um, but for playing for the team, he'll play for the team. He'll help Mason. 
definitely. Um, if only one gamble, or one or two, two games we can play Ronaldo, Greenwood and Cavani up front and then bring on Sancho and Rashford in the second half. You're looking at three lethal finishers up there. Greenwood will provide the cross for Cavani. Cavani can provide the cross for Ronaldo. Greenwood can break out, cut in, drop the shoulder, kick with the right foot. You have all your options. It's just how you want to, if you're brave enough to choose the option that you have. And that's, 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 that's my big concern. For, for all of this season if he will be brave enough because in the previous seasons we've seen where he likes to he likes to him like to stick with what him have him like to stick with the people that him trust and not, not necessarily wrong with that but I mean in games where you need something need some extra um you need something special off the bench can he finally decide to be ruthless and decide that Freddy have to go sit down for 10 games because Van der Beek really performing or Matic somehow manages to play 90 minutes every game and can make it through in his age. And even up top, can he say, Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm pulling you because you're really not having a good game. Yeah, you're Cristiano Ronaldo. And the chances of you finding a goal are high, but we have so many options on the bench now. Rashford, when he's back fit, and up and running, Sancho, Greenwood, Cavani. There's so many options. So, do you think he will be able to f- make those rootless decisions this season and start taking off players and making adjustments and even even going risking it because he's not he's not really a coach that, as we've seen from him over the season. Somebody who likes to take a risk. I don't think he read that page from Fergie's book in terms of taking risks. So Fergie will just go all out, concede three and score five. No problem. All he wants a clean sheet. He never going get it 90% of the time, but I know him prefer the clean sheet more than anything else. Um, it depends on, as far as taking risks though, it really depends on coming towards the end of the season, are we still in this competition, are we still in that, how many trophies we can get, then it will force his hand to say, alright, we have a game this week, we have a game today, we have a game in two days' time, I have to make the change, there is no ifs or buts. Um, and a one and two injury game definitely forces his hand, and I wish for the injury, but at least I won. the season. Yeah, at least I won injury. Might throw off in plan and say, oh, shit, I have to go change it. Um, Alright, let's, what have I done in training? That's what I really want to see. Like, how many squad games that we had with the different mixes of players? Not just, oh, you know, this set play together, that set play together. Because that's what I see most times. Yeah, you're best of every hour play together, but you have to learn how to mix it. Okay, okay. Um, I definitely hoping that team can be a little bit more open minded and as you said, take some more risk. Maybe we'll find that missing page from Fergie's handbook. But um Manchester United look exciting. 
well at least they look excited in the in the English Premier League um Champions League is another story. But let's just hop on over to, to the next match, which is the, the Liverpool game. Liverpool play Burnley. And of course this was the talking point of of the weekend. Oh Leeds. Um, Liverpool Le- Leeds, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Leeds, Leeds. And this was a talking point of the weekend. I mean, really gruesome injury to have Elliot. Um, we, we, we don't wish injuries on anybody. But to be completely honest, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a purpose. I don't think it was done out of malice. I think it was an accident, and I don't think it was a red card. What do you think? Um. Well. Was that a good game? Like, I don't. I mean, I have a bias to Leeds, um, even before they came back, cause Bale said us play a nice ball game. They don't have the quality players to take them to the next level, but Leeds ball game was nice. It's a very entertaining game, and it was a good game. Press Liverpool. I thought it would just been the club press all game, but um. Leeds did well. Um, got a few chances. Just need a better striker. Bamford is not bad, but I guess they made a Jamie Vardy or something. A yeah, good game. Sadio got his goal finally. Uh, the tackle. Um, well, was definitely all ball. That's the first mm-hmm. thing I saw. All ball. Um, trailing leg. Yeah, trailing leg landed on him. And because of how his foot was positioned, ankle gone. Thankfully, it's a dislocation, as Club said, and not a broken ankle. So he might be back quicker than expected. Um, good thing for um, Salah for spotting it early. At least they didn't show in the replays, unlike the horror show in the Euros. Um, big of Ericsson, wishing well. Um, but yeah, I think just because he got, just because Elliot got hurt, he gave the red, but they've appealed and more than likely the FA will consider and rescind the card because it wasn't malice, it was just accidental. Yes, he got hurt, but accidental, it was the follow through and not necessarily a follow through because he just landed on his leg. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I read in. I guess the ref had to make a decision. Couldn't give a yellow because of how bad the injury was, and it was completely. Um, if you remember the the son and Andre Gomez tackle, uh, yeah. same accidental, but I guess son on. Could be interpreted as more malicious, um, because he was going forward. Yes, he was pushed, uh, but he was going forward into the player. So, uh, it's just how you interpret it. But yeah, get the red. Liverpool would have won anyway. He got the red. FA will take it off, and he'll be back next weekend. And Elliot will be back by probably Christmas, if anything. 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, the good thing about it, it was it was a dislocation and not a a a, a break. And you know, we've definitely seen Klopp. Klopp definitely seems to like the player, and he's a very promising young player. Had some really good showings this season, so we're definitely wishing him a speedy recovery, of course. Um, because yeah, he had a he had a good game. Um, the game before at Anfield. He was very decent. I was like, okay, club find another one. Um, but I see, I guess with him now, he's not so much, well, he's a bit of the work rate, but he's a more technical baller. So club will have to change his ways based on the players he has. He can't just be the whole run about that. So we'll see how Liverpool does as well this season with club and his, you know, his high press. Yeah, and um, like like I was saying earlier, um, Klopp definitely seemed like he was he was putting his faith into Elliot this season. Um, he started all of the games, but looking at their bench and who they do have, who do you see um stepping into the into the starting lineup now that he's out? Um, you think Jordan Henderson can get his get back his starting game now? Well, as the captain, I I believe so. I would more want to, well, I don't know what kind of bargain Klopp wants to play week in, week out. Because he can play Fabinho, Thiago, and Navigator. Two technical ballers. Um, Navigator is more for the high pace. Um, on the technical side, not like Jordan Henderson that will just run up and down and keep up. Um, so I'm not sure what kind of ball game Klopp wants to play. If Keita stays fit, I choose Keita over Henderson. Thiago can do the thing for being and Keita do the work. But Henderson, you know, they love a winning runner in the Premier League, just like a James Green and all of that. So, he'll Play more than fifty games, definitely. And what what are your expectations of um Thiago's Thiago for the remainder of the season? Um, a lot was made of his showings last year. You know, to the point he was a meme, pretty much. Everybody was saying that he never goes forward; he only looks left, right, and behind. But um, he ha- definitely had a good showing over the weekend. Um. Definitely influence the game. Do you do you think that we're going to see? I don't want to necessarily say the Thiago Silva of old because he hasn't been at Liverpool that long. But do you think we're going to finally see the, the, the not Thiago Silva, sorry, Thiago Alcantara of of Bayern Munich? Um, I'll see more. We'll probably see more of that if Fernando is playing because he needs that. His best game is when he has a link-up player. At Bayern, he could link up with a Thomas Muller and a Lewandowski. At Liverpool, um, yeah, he'll play the ball over the top, the ball in the space for Salah and Mane to run onto, no problem. Um, but that's not going all the time. You can have that little one-two touch where that's not Sadio's and Salah's game. You may need Firmino in there for sure. Um, just to break down a team that they just drop deep. 
So you have to step up in the game, keep the ball more because it's you know, in lose position very often. And um, with Bobby Fermino currently out injured, do you think, because J- Jota started up front, do you think he has the, the attributes to, to lead the Liverpool line while he's out? I mean, to be fair, Bobby Fer- Fermino is not a prolific striker. As you say, he's more of a link-up player. But um, do you think he can hold his own until Fermina is back into the side or until Liverpool can find a solution for for that, 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 that striking position? Um, yeah, Jota. I wondered about that transfer. as I, His best game is all wide, but... Sadio and Salah cannot play in the middle, really. So I wondered about that, but boy, I have a good league. So in, he has that area effect. Never thought um, someone is a shot could have a good league, but I have a good league. He can dribble. He's not so much the link up guy, but run on to a pass. And finish. He's got a good finish with both feet. Um, it's really more the aerial threat, considering someone is a shot. Um, he'll get more goals than Fermino, even if Fermino was fit now, because Fermino is not a finisher. Good player. A great, not, uh, not great, he's a good number 10 as a link up player to, to each play. Um, but, not a good finish at all. And what um where do you see Liverpool finishing this this campaign? All things being well for everybody. Uh probably four. Because although Pep doesn't have a striker, he has the weapons in the midfield. Greenish will get going, Sterling will get going, Mars Probably everybody in that in Pep's team will probably reach double digits um, just because they don't have a striker. Because much like Fermino, um, Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, he's not, he's not it. He's not going to be it for the field of Aguero shoes. Might be better than Robinho's time at Man City, you know, for those who remember that. Um, but not all, I don't know. I like him because he's one of the last few Brazilians that play the Samba style football. Um, Pep hasn't taken that out of him yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet, yeah. Um, but Pep needs not to do that because um, he needs something different in the team, like Mares. Uh, Pep is trying to take it out of Mares, but. I think he realizes more that he can't. Um, Maris has to do his thing sometimes. Um, so, yeah, Liverpool for fourth, fourth, City third. So, so that would that would leave you with you've already stated that you have Chelsea as favorites. So that that puts Manchester United second, then, or at yeah. least those are your top two. You have vying for the championship, Chelsea and Manu. Well, it's a four-hour race, but. Um, for my predicted top four, Chelsea, Manu, City, Liverpool. 
United above City because Roma strike first. City have a better midfield. Chelsea's midfield is way better. That's why Chelsea is first away. Just in terms of depth, City probably edging slightly with De Bruyne um, over like a Georgina and a Kovacic. Um, but Chelsea's depth is just too much. So, so pretty much what you're saying is Manchester United is missing a midfielder to for you for them to be tied to favorites. So, um, using that, the game we're just covering is the Liverpool Leeds game. Calvin Phillips is the the type of midfielder that everybody's pretty much saying Manchester United missing that 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 iron steel in the middle to to cover and shield the back line. Brother. Do you think he could do that work for Manu? Brother. Is this I anything was, better than Fred moment? I was. Um, all right, there were question marks about him last season, about right, about Phillips in the team to fit into Manu's team. Um, but, you know, based on how his season went, with England, it's kind of different um, based on how Southgate having them play. Um, but if you watch over that Leeds Liverpool game, he had a good game. They lost 3 0, and he had a good game. One had a good game. He did the cleanup, he did the passing, he takes care of the ball. He's better than Rice. Definitely. Declan Rice, he can tackle, he can. All of the ball in a sense. But Phillips is a better player going forward, is pretty much what you're saying. Phillips is a better player. He's a better all round player. Um, some people say Bisuma. I like Bisuma. Um, pretty much does the same thing, different, slightly different system, but is that one man in the middle role, that anchor role. There's no as, um, as any team in England. That already doesn't have a top defensive midfielder. Phillips is up there as the next best in England. So I know we just gave them Daniel James. I don't know how much money they gave him. Sure, I take out of our pocket, but I would say January, if we're still in contention for majority of the cups, <laughs> we'll better be. Go for him January. If you even fail, at least let me know you go for him. And then mm-hmm. he'd say, oh, no, wait till summer. Bales are can't let him go now. Or they ask for some crazy figures like like the, the 80 to 100 that was rumored for Declan Rice. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where West Ham was going with that because I don't see that at all in Declan Rice. He's a, yeah. he's a destroyer, I... but no. I think that I think they were I think over the last couple of years Manchester United have been known to be the team to overpay for players. Um so I think West Ham were just they were looking at it as a win win situation. If Manchester United do purchase a player they would get hundred million. They, they would overpay for him. And if they don't, they would get to keep what was their has has been their star player or one of their star players for the last Two three seasons. Uh, I I think that's I think that's what he did pretty much boil down to. 
And as I say, it was win-win for them. But it not be we lose-lose for Manchester United. Because you'd have to pay 100 million for, for Declan Rice. And probably some of the, the players that we got towards the end of the, end of the window, like Christian, that probably wouldn't have happened. As well as $100 million on Declan Rice. It's a player I like. To be honest, last year I didn't see... I didn't see starting the last year. I didn't see Declan Rice to be the player that everybody said he was, but um, he definitely showed me a different side of him last year and at the Euros. So um, I I I, I start to see the, the the hype around him. Um, I'm not all the way there, cause for me I I wanted Kamavinga personally because I like the fact that Kamavinga similar to. Calvin Phillips, he can play both sides of the game. He can go forward, and he can he can um defend as well. And he you could really mold him into either one of them. So um personally for me it would have been Kamavinga, but Manchester United chose not to go for anybody, and I guess we'll continue to to work with McFred until such time. Yeah. But, but you know. You can't, you, you can't get it all, but hopefully soon we will. Like you said, January is another chance for Manchester United to get that player. But um, we'll see. But um, with the talks of Camavinga, I guess we can use that to segue into into La Liga, um, Real Madrid, Real Madrid game. You watch Real Madrid game? Yeah. Real Madrid eventually coming out. Winners of that game five two against Celta Vigo. That definitely was touch and go for them, especially in the first half. I would say maybe the first sixty minutes to be honest. Um Rimaji don't look really don't look very good defensively. I don't know if that have anything to do with um Alaba. What 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 do you think about it? well yeah, shaky start Alaba. New league, in just have to, new league, new, new teammates, just trust himself, trust assisted. Right now, as much as people praise Pep, best active manager for me is at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. There's Fergie, then there's Ancelotti. So, as active managers, Ancelotti for me, best in the world. So, Trust that's a process again that those Madrid fans should trust definitely from La Decima onwards. They can trust that system. Alaba, you know what they get to know him already. Um, so it's just probably not the right um, teammate with him. It's the um, all the things Madrid have to fix defensively right now, but until that will get there. Benz will get the goals. He will have to, hopefully he does that operation during the next international break because he's playing with what, uh, a few broken fingers, the same hand wrap up like that. Can go on. He's been, he's been playing with it for quite a while actually. Uh, but I mean, he's been playing a lot more football than he's been used to because yeah. as, as, as you know, he's been recalled to the, the French national team. Finally, because I, I don't understand. All due respect to 
to Griezmann and Giroud and what they have done for the national team. Um, they don't necessarily do it for club, but they definitely do it for country. But France have been crying out for that striker for, for the last couple of years. Yes, they won the World Cup, but still, it, it's good to see Benzema back in the national colours after all he's been through. But um, Real Madrid, the Real Madrid team, um, do you think, because currently now Alaba is out injured, do you think when, when he's back up and running, you think he, he can solidify that defence? Yeah, so right now, Ancelotti has Militao and Nacho. Uh, when Alaba is back, he can try a back three with Carvajal and Marcelo pushing forward. Um, he can go back four. Um, for me, it will be Militao with Alaba. Um, he seems more solid, quick, good in the air, um, good pass at the ball. Uh, Madrid, going forward to Madrid, I don't know what to expect from Hazard. I will definitely see more 4 3 3 from Angelotti going forward because Bale is back, he'll get in the team. When he's injured, no more. He'll get in the team, so he'll go. Ben's up top, Dale, Vinicius, because he's doing his thing. Um, right now, he's doing his thing. Um, he looked good. Took care of the ball, took on defenders as always, but um, looked like he more talked himself. He looked like he talked himself and said, oh, that has stepped it up this season. Last season, I got a few chances where, you know, kind of overdid it, should have finished, should have passed. And the ball will get away from me and all of that. But he must have stepped up this season. Hopefully, with the fans back, that will help him as with most players. And I, I, I definitely think the, the man of the game for Real Madrid was definitely Vinicius. Um, had a wonderful game. For me, he's a player a lot of persons don't really speak about. Um, especially in his age group, you hear about the Pedres, you hear about even. Yeah, Mbappé is a known player at this point, but you hear about the Mbappés, you hear about the Petris, you hear about the Fatties. People don't really touch on Vinicius as much. And I wonder if that has a lot to do with the fact that his decision-making over the years have been really poor. Quick across the ground, very skillful player, can take on one, two, three, but when he gets in front of the goal, he's like, like in burn shut off. Either it's shut off or him thinking of too many things. Had a very good showing this 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 week and I think he made all the right decisions and I think he pretty much was the catalyst that helped bring Real Madrid back into the game. I mean they went went a goal down. Um then they equalized and they went two one down then they equalized and then pretty much from that point in time it was all Real Madrid that took the game over and when Vinicius really started to get into his flow into the game, is where Real Madrid really started to 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 to, to take control and put a stranglehold over the game. Do you see him, this team? I mean, this team really and truly is Benzema's team, but do you see Vinicius being a driving force behind Benzema's goal this season? He will have to be, um, for Benzema's sake, uh, to share the workload. 
that frontline has to share the workload from Benzie also specifically. Benzie's great at linking up the play, dropping off, linking up the play. Um, but I feel like Benz can cruise this season. Should he get, should Ancelotti get the work from the white men, Benz can more cruise this season. Yeah, the midfield getting old, but uh, there are options this year. Maybe he can get Isco back to not his best, but you know, back to playing. Yeah, playing well. Benz get a tap in here and there, and then as the season goes along, you know, things will improve. And with the for me, the difference between um, Real Madrid and Barcelona this year because as you were saying, they they have options. I think Real Madrid has planned better for the future of the club than Barcelona because we've seen they've made acquisitions in the likes of Valverde. Of course, we know they just signed um Camavinga. Um, they have a lot of young and promising up-and-coming midfielders coming through the middle. Now, of course, we know the the, the, the starting two are... I would say that there are three names that automatically go first on the team sheet for Real Madrid. Karim Benzema, Luka Modric, and Tony Cruz. Now, we didn't have um, Tony Cruz playing this weekend because I believe he's injured, right? Yeah, he's yeah. out injured. But... Who do you think, or what do you think the Real Madrid team would look like with both Tony Cruz and Modric out of the team? Tony Cruz and Modric out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at you're looking at Casemiro and Camavinga, and then Ancelotti will have to put pull out a trick out of his hat or something. Uh, Asensio, he, if they're pushing for the title, they won't want... Alright, if them out, you won't want them out for too long. Uh, three, four game. If they're out for like a long stretch, forget about the title race. Forget about La Liga. Maybe the Copa del Rey, you know, that, that's a cup game, different game, but forget about the La Liga. So, you will have to manage the minutes. Uh, try with maybe um, what's his name? Um, Rodrigo. He might um, have to try with Rodrigo. As a, just, just as a central midfielder, uh, it's more, more advanced. Casemiro, you know, he can run for 90 all day, all day. Madrid's still Atletico's type of thing. It's funny you say that because I was just about to jump across the road to them. Um, they also played over the weekend. Um, they didn't really have a very good showing. Um, they did eventually manage to find the winning goal. Um, finding it literally just before the game ended. That game had it, I think, about maybe 12, 10 minutes of added time. Thomas Lamar scoring in the ninth of ninth out of those ten minutes. Um, Yannick Karasuk, Karasuk, um scoring for them when it looks like they couldn't find a goal. I do have them as title favorites, especially with the purchases that they've made. 
not a big fan of Griezmann, but one thing I can say, Griezmann at Atletico was completely different player, completely different beast. Do you think Simone can get the best out of this team one more year? Because I think they, they have a lot of... Just like a few years ago, um, when they had the aging backline, I think they have a lot of aging players up front this year. And we still haven't seen the best coming from um, João Felix. Do you think Simone can repeat his, his championship this year? I think it's, it's probably easier for him to repeat this year once he has the players fit. Um, Lemar got the winner at the end. But for, for me, I don't see where he fits in with that team. Yeah, Felix is struggling right now. He's had a season and still looks out of it. Uh, but Lemar, for me, I don't see how he fits into Simeone's team at all. Um, Carrasco, that guy, he wasted a few seasons going to um, China. I guess he wanted to secure the bag for a while, but <laughs> I'm glad he's back because that is a ball player. He'll work, he'll work for the team. That's what definitely Simeone wants. He wants work horses. Um, but he can appreciate talented players and he gives him that role to go forward and express himself. Felix, I'm not sure if he's pressure. Um, all right, last season was without fans. I don't know if the fans will help him this season because he's in his role. Nothing has changed for him, um, really. He's playing his role that he would have played at Benfica. Uh, he has a target in Suarez. He just got another one in Griezmann. Uh, he can play a two pass to Griezmann, a little ball over the top to Suarez. He can link up with Suarez, definitely. But that didn't work much last year. Um, so I don't know what's really going on for him. Some people want him at Barcelona, but not this Barcelona. Maybe two years ago Barcelona, but not this Barcelona. So um, he and Simeone will have to just work out what's going on in his head. Um, just to figure out what, you know, what's needed. Uh, what in what, yeah, that's what will work for him because he, as I said, he has his role in the team, it is what will work to get the best out of For me, I, I sometimes I wonder if the downfall of Joe Felix has been more so the system than really than really him adapting or getting out of him because I, I, I don't know if. Simeon is a much more rigid coach. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if he's more with the system holding him back. But I still expected a lot more from him than we have seen. But um, it's 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 early in the season, as you say. He has a another target man in in Griezmann to look forward to to linking up with, and definitely the type of game that Griezmann plays. Dropping down into midfield and pushing persons forward and finding the right pass, I think maybe that 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 really will help him this year. So we'll see. 
and hopefully we can finally start to see the greatness that everybody was expecting from Joe Felix this year. Um, so for me, as I say, I have Atletico as title favorite. So I have it as Atletico, Real Madrid. To be honest, I don't even have Barcelona third, especially with how they're playing. They didn't play this weekend because the game was called off. Um, maybe fourth for them. Maybe I could see a, a Sevilla coming in third. Oh, oh. How do you see the, the La Liga ending this year? Um, yeah, definitely Atletico first, but Real Madrid second. I'm worried about Barcelona, but uh, the closest threat to them would be Sevilla. Um, so they will still get the top four, uh, probably over Sevilla, um, maybe on a head-to-head because that's what they're doing in Spain. Uh, yeah. They might finish level on points. Uh, they go to head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sevilla a good team. Villarreal, they finish off at fifth because their midfield is not that great. I mean, keep against it at Barcelona's entire squad is not that great but a man of him system he get the players he wants he'll come and he'll get there cream rise to the crap at the end of the day well we didn't see that happening for them today <laughs> they pick up a nice big deal from Bayern three piece um Barcelona really were never in this game any at all um, if I remember correctly, they had zero shots on goal. Like, I think this might be the first game in, like, going back maybe 10 years, Barcelona have had zero shots on goal. That's, to be frank, that's actually a dis- disgrace for, for Barcelona. Bayern completely controlled this game. Never looked any at all like losing it. I think going into the game, everybody pretty much was just saying how many will they score. Um, They ended up with three. Two from who people say is the best striker in the world, Robert Lewandowski. One from a rejuvenated and um, Thomas Muller. Give Give me your analysis on the game today. Thomas Muller, the man that should have did the right thing against England, but you know, they didn't win. It didn't come home, thank God. Um, <laughs> it's coming to Rome! It's coming to Rome! <laughs> Barcelona. I've seen a Barcelona team with Alex Song and Alexander Fleb. That has, uh, that team with those two guys better than this midfield. Um, Frankie, the young, I'm just sorry he's in the situation right now. It was a good move, it was the right move at the time, but now um, he's just in a hole and he's surrounded by his fellow countrymen, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm worried about, he's the only person I'm worried about. Um, Fatty, they're young. Um, the rest of them are young, so they will have their chance. Coleman will 
leave or get put out at the end of the season, no matter what happens. And then it will all start over again the right way. Um, but yeah, I was expecting a five, but they only scored three. Bayern with a new coach, shaky preseason start, but it's Bayern. And you'll get the best out of Kimmich. Thomas Muller will be near always at 30 plus. Man, will work for the team. Work, work, work for the team. Best right in the world for me is the Robbie Mullins Ballon d'Or. Um, but so life go. Bayern are my favorites for the Champions League. Uh, I don't think any injuries will happen at a crucial point this season. Um, Lewandowski got injured last year, so couldn't show up against City. Sane and Nabi wasn't themselves, um, so they couldn't finish off City in that game. But Bayern are my favourite, and they did the usual thing against Barcelona. I'm not sure what this Barcelona is. It will take some um some time getting used because I you know Yeah, this is a is a completely yeah. different Barcelona team. Yeah. I mean, separate and aside from the fact that, you know, Messi is no longer at the club. Yeah, it's this hard Barcelona side, yeah, it's it's really hard to watch. Even the the way that they play, you know, Barcelona was a team that made famous the tiki taka. And over the years, you had a lot of teams try to emulate Barcelona's style of play. And to be quite frank, they don't really have a style of play now. I mean, at one point last season and maybe the year before, it was kind of a get it to Messi and we'll find a way. But now there's no Messi. Their midfield looks, as you say, with the, with the exception of probably Frankie de Jong, is there really anything going on in the midfield? Um, The coach... The coach is he has he has he has a he has a name. Um, he's done some good things across the world. I, I don't know if Barcelona is the right fit for him, especially now, at this point in his career. I think he might be just a little bit past it. Um, surprisingly, Memphis Depay looks like a star player. I wonder where this guy was when he was playing for Man U, but. We're not gonna go back in our history, but I um, mean, he looked. I mean, today for me, he was the only player who actually tried to represent the Barcelona shirt. I mean, he couldn't do much because you can't do anything by yourself, especially when you're playing against a Bayern backline. Uh, a Bayern backline, it being what it is. Um, but um, this this as I said, it's really hard to watch this Barcelona team. I have a preference in, in Real Madrid, but good football is good football, and we all love good football. And if it's one thing we could have always been promised from a Barcelona team is good football. And right now, I don't even know if we're getting football from them, much less good football. Um, their back line looks all over the place. They have no protection. Um, we might... We might 
this year we might finally see a goalkeeper winning World Player of the Year. Because I promise you, I promise you, the keeper is going to be under so much pressure this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, we. It's still. It was the first game for them in the Champions Champions League. As I said, they didn't play weekend because their La Liga game was called off. Maybe, maybe they had a few tired legs because they had a lot of persons represented in the international break. Maybe it's still early season. Persons still look short of fitness. We saw Alaba, not Alaba. We saw Alba coming off and looking absolutely like him hit a brick wall. So maybe maybe it's just fitness. Maybe it's a combination of fitness and tactics. Who knows? Like um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, unfortunately, now we have to go and speak of the disaster that was Manchester United in the Champions League after such a good showing this weekend. You know, earlier with their reason and you dare tell me say, oh, yeah, 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 they are boiled. Can you couldn't believe how bad we play? Do you think it was really just down to the red card or was it just from start to finish just a bad game? Ah, Um, <laughs> all right, game, game start, decent, everything in the balance, big ball from Bruno, Christy there to finish, that was a beautiful ball. Um, game got going after that red card. At first, I thought it was a yellow, but then the replay, eh, just because it was above the anchor, eh, can't blame the ref at all. Same, same. Yeah, so then, all right, expected a change at that point in time. Sancho off, Dalo on. Wasn't eh, Sancho, he needs time, that's all. No problem with the change. That was red card was thirty five minutes made a change. Everything was fine to me. So half time I'm expecting to see the same team come back out. But no. All a panic half time and said no, I forgot back five. Now since he has been there, there's only one game where the back five has ever worked. And that was the PSG game that night in Paris. That was that, the only game. That night in Paris. He went back five last season against AC Milan. One all. Because he panicked at the end. There was a back five against Burnley last season at Trafford again. Panic. We conceded a goal. It's half time. Make Pogba. And alright, we had Fred and Van der Beek. Just make Pogba sitting with them, three across, four at the back as you were. Bruno behind Christian. Make it work from there. You got back five. Um, so you panic. You try send a positive positive message to the guys, but them just get nervous to how I saw it. So he made the wrong decision, definitely. Then get nervous. Um, and then him try to switch it later on. 
him try to switch it back to what he should have been. Bring on attacking players. Um, well, he brought on Matic to go with a back seven almost. Um, so they had a Pogba out there alone. Matic struggling. Fred struggling from the red card. Just too much madness. And then Lingard. I don't know. He did well on the weekend. He said his mind is in a great place. I don't dispute that. But knowing Manchester United fans, it's a rough one in. Knowing English next. fans in general. Yeah. It has a rough on him for the next two weeks. Or they will have to play him. Um, he he might forgot to find a hat trick weekend. Yeah, well, he won't play on the weekend. He'll play more than likely. He'll play next week in the cup game against West Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll play definitely. Um, so for this week, going into next week, he'll have a rough time. Uh, we need a leader in the midfield. I mean, everybody was awful. Because Luna got lost after the goal pretty much. Bagba never got going because, you know, struggling to track back, which is not his thing because he wants to help Fred. And it's just holy for madness. Um, the change he should have made. So, what I thought he should have done. So, dollar off, yeah. Keep the back four. Half time, so that goes as it went along between six to five centimeters. Take off Ronaldo, put on a Greenwood or a Marshall, stretch it. He, Cristiano, is 36 years old. He cannot do that, running up and down all day, all night. Yes, you have one eye on the weekend. So, with that, um, Probably would have been one all or still one nil at the time. So you have one eye on the weekend, but still try stretch again. Put Marshall up there. You're not on any kind of form, but I guarantee you, play the ball in the channel, you will get it, pull it up, just in time for somebody to come out. Because Christy was on his own. So you couldn't get Christy to run into any channels. Once you play to him, the foot, him off two defenders. Again, not the piece of old, he can't do much. But by the time the rest of the guys get up to him, ball down. Um, so that should have been the change, keep the back four and just bring on a striker that can move in the end and would have won the game. But funny. At the, at the very least, would have gotten a point. Yeah. I, I do think he did panic. Um, because as you say, I don't think the changes as halftime were warranted. Um, after the changes were made, it's almost as if though it's almost as if the Manchester United and, and young boys switched jerseys. We were under pressure for pretty much the remain pretty much all of the second half. We didn't we didn't produce anything going forward in that second half. Um Van der Beek, I, I don't think he needed to come off when he did come off. Um, if I'm being honest, I would have left him on the field. I would have probably taken off Fred and put on Matic. 
and allow, as you say, Pogba Fernandes and take off Cristiano, put on Greenwood and allow them to to lead the line. Um, I don't know. As, as I say, um, I, still, we still have yet to, to see the best of this team. Have yet to see the best of Oli, but as you said, I definitely think he panicked and I think he a lot of times last year he went to the mentality of I rather draw the game than lose it. And yeah. I think I think when you play for a draw, you invite pressure and there's a, it's a higher chance that you will lose the game. Thankfully this is the, the opening game of the, the Champions League campaign. We still have five more games to play. Well, five more home and away. Well, five more home and away games plus the return leg. Um, so we definitely have the points to make up. Um, to even top the group, but I, I don't know. I, I just never like him approach after after the halftime break. There is no reason for it. I personally definitely think he he is the man to lead Manchester United to the few in the future. Um he might not necessarily bring us our next major championship run, but I definitely think he's bringing the the club in the right direction, making all the right signings and he's definitely brought the feel good factor and good football back on the field, but him just have this mentality of of just as you say, just he just panics sometimes, and I think, I think a lot of it have to do with those those finals that he has lost, and he just doesn't want to lose anymore. He just don't want to lose anymore, and instead of losing, him, he decide that he's gonna just sit in, bunker down, and just soak up the pressure. And if we get a chance to hit them on the counter, we're gonna do that on the counter, and it it, it backfire today. We're not going to overreact. Yes, it's a defeat and yes, we're vexed. But we're not going to overreact because, as I say, it wasn't... T- Thankfully, it's not a not knockout time yet. Yeah. We have some... We definitely have chances to make up this game and make up the points. But he needs to... He has the players now. Last year, he didn't necessarily have a bench that he could trust. I think he probably had, like, for most of the season, he used, like, what, 14, 14 players last year for most of the season it's a much much deeper squad this year i think him just needs to trust the players just allow them for play i mean if you if you give them them chance and them failure fine but you have to give them them chance first you can't judge them off of what they haven't done you get what i mean sir so um i definitely hoping they can come back weekend brush off this last and really bounce back and, and make a statement this weekend. Just make it just just make it be known that it was a it was a fluke. It was just a bad game. Cause it was a really bad game and we definitely don't want to see it happening again. But you know, unfortunately in football you can't win them all. It's rough. Like I couldn't even I didn't even want to watch the press conference because I just yes the players play the game and they Shut down completely, but this is one of those where I have it on him. Um, two seasons ago, yeah, he would do the same. Panic, we lose our draw. Last season, 
it work out better when him try panic because we have goal scorers. This season we have even more goal scorers. So this is a one off, definitely. I still see us topping the group. Um definitely playing Atalanta. That may suit us them. they don't play a defensive ball game at all. So mm-hmm. that will that will be a good game to watch. Uh Villarreal, like a revenge there. Um we'll beat them at home. Probably scrape a draw in Spain because yeah, their fans will get behind them. Will, yeah, yeah, sure. Their fans will get behind him and yeah, Emery will, Emery will get a draw there for sure. Um, but I still see us stopping the group. Uh, and then on to the next round where there's no um, no more away goals. So. That will be interesting. Very interesting. For everybody who feel like, oh, they must want security and that. So, you know, any experiment you want to try now, just do it now. Uh, West Ham weekend, Bruno will start, Ronaldo will start. Um, he depends on how he feels. He might go Fred and Matic. And Pogba on the left. Um, or stick with the same. Fred and Pogba and then Sancho out wide. Bruno as usual. Um, but yeah, three points against West Ham. Antonio out makes it a little bit easier, but David Moyes is coming for us. I know that for sure. No questions asked there. Questions that is definitely coming for some form of revenge or to 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 gain back some pride from his time at Manchester United, where it was to be frank short and really bad. So as I say, he's definitely becoming strong against Manchester United. Mikel Antoni are not, so we have to really have to prepare ourselves for that. Um. I think we've covered it all for so far. Um, the opening, opening night of Champions League. Um, tomorrow we have the likes of Man City playing, Real Madrid playing, Atletico Madrid playing, PSG playing. But I think probably the game or the games rather that everybody will be looking forward to is Liverpool versus AC Milan and Man City versus Leipzig. Um, real quick, just give me a, give me a predictions for those two games. What do you think those two games are gonna end? I think the Liverpool Milan game. I would say two one to Liverpool. Maybe a scoring draw. Uh, Man City Leipzig. Leipzig lost them coach, lost them midfielder, and their best defender to Bayern. So I think Man City will win that one comfortably. Three love, but tell me what you think. Um. Liverpool, Liverpool AC Milan is not an out. Uh, Liverpool win. Milan should get a goal, um, probably. Um, Giroud, I want to see well, there will be Giroud versus Van Dijk. That should be good. Giroud has already found his feet. To, he scored a few good goals on the weekend. Um, but uh, Liverpool 
should get the job done. Man City, that will be easy because like if we don't have a team anymore or a coach. Uh not so excited about Inter Milan. Madrid. Uh Madrid win. Maybe. Uh Arturo might get a goal, but that's about it. I don't see Conte causing too much trouble uh, for for Ancelotti's team. Um, and the usual Dortmund score goal fest. So they can score goals. Alright, so that's night two of the UEFA Champions League opening week. Um, you have anything to say before we sign off, Nick? Um, no. No, no. We're doing a preview for the weekend, right? Um, yeah, we can run through that. Alright, so we've already spoken on the Manchester United-West Ham game. Um, Newcastle-Leeds. Newcastle-Leeds. Uh, hopefully. Um, well, Newcastle looked good against us. Against United. Actually, they looked. They didn't look too bad. Um, at home, they are more of a threat at home. Saint Maximan is. Uh, he's coming into his game. I wasn't so sure about him at first. He, I thought it was just all a joke, but he knows what he's doing. Like he, he he'll look up, see who is there for help. Um. Miguel Almiron do his thing as usual. Uh, but yeah, maybe a Newcastle one will win. Three points for Steve Bruce. Um, Wolves Brentford. Brentford have definitely I think they're going to be a surprise team this year. Um they beat us now. That's not you know. Yeah. But uh, is, is, for me, yeah, beating Arsenal, to be honest, is no longer an accomplishment for anybody. But for me, it was more the style of play. They're, they're definitely a team. They look like Sheffield the first year up. They like yeah. they, they want to get on the ball and they want to play. They're not, just going, they're not just here to participate and make up the numbers in the league. They look like they, they're here to play and play good football or at the very least try and play good football. Oh, yeah, you see that I, game going? Yeah, I actually enjoyed Sheffield's first season. Oh, um, they played decent ball game. Going for a little bit of the same, um, but Woods with Triori bullying everybody probably too much. Um, Ruben Neves like a bulldog in the midfield as well. Uh, quality of Woods will get better of them. I said two one Woods. Alright. Next game is Watford Norwich. This I definitely think that's gonna be a relegation six point of Watford Norwich. Um uh, two on Watford for me. Nothing for Norwich at home. Yeah, I guess it's I don't know. I want to like Norwich, but it's I don't, I'm not sure what's missing. I guess the owners need to spend a few more dollars. Um, and 
that's why what they did with that when they are money because he was a big player for them uh, i'm not sure what they did with that money so see them getting relegated this season they might sneak a few points here and there but yeah what for for the win arsenal burnley this one now i'll be watching AFTV live <laughs> or or troops tv live because uh. burnley um they kind of suffocated everton in on that monday game then they just let it they let it all go definitely in the, second, in the first half definitely yeah. in the first half second half they let it all go but burnley at home they haven't they lost the first game at home, I don't think they won the other one either. Um, but they're playing against Arsenal at home. The fans are ready for this one. They are ready for a big team, and Arsenal are just that team for Burnley to pick up their season. So give me, give me a, give me a score prediction. Oh, uh, if Aubameyang plays, yes, he would be playing. So two one Burnley. Um, it will just be a physical game as always. Route one football, uh, Stoke two point oh. They need a they need a bit more quality in the midfield, but you can't go wrong with the Route one football at all for them. It works, and that will be Arsenal downfall because Arsenal don't have backline. They have a new defender now, but the other three very suspect. So. Two one burning. Uh, on to the next game, Man City versus Southampton. They have a they have a pick for United when the time yeah. comes, but yeah, this one Pep at home, Grealish rush, Grealish um, Ryan Sterling, the blind. Yeah, they speak for themselves. So this yeah. one might this I one might Man just be a. Man City might oh. overpower them. Uh, this one is just a quick one for them. I'm thinking three to City, but Southampton did make a really good purchase in the striker. I really look promising. I could see Southampton getting one goal, maybe. But I definitely think in the end, City's quality gun going to um, overpower them. So I would have said three love City. If, and if Southampton yeah. score three one, yeah, three one James Ward Prowse on a free kick, those are a beauty. Um, then we have Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. All right, Palace now after they beating look, Tottenham. Them look good. Them look good after beating Tottenham. Definitely isn't Roy Hudson's Crystal Palace anymore. And. Yeah, it's this one no it won't be a walkover for them at all. Um, yes it's Liverpool away, but Patrick Vera has a very energetic team. You can already see it in how he wants to play. Especially with Zaha and Eze. They are moving the ball in pace. Um they just won't stop working for the team. So Club will have his work cut out for him. Uh, probably a draw. 
Draw. Oh. Right. I could see I could see that. I could see that draw. Um I'm going to go against the green. I'm going to say Crystal Palace is going to nick it. Um I think it might be I think they might get a one goal and 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 win this one. Hard to believe one goal beating Liverpool with all the firepower that them have. Yeah. Well, I could I, I could see Crystal Palace getting one and 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 holding out for the rest of the game. To be honest, so I, I personally gonna go Crystal Palace one love over Liverpool. So probably yeah. not the, the best decision, but I go hold on to that. Yeah, but stranger things have happened. If they get an early goal, um, to upset the crowd, then Vera Vera, I don't know. If he has a part of our style, but every coach will have to develop it in some way um, to get to secure the points. Uh, so if you can get an early goal, then maybe possibly hard to stop Robertson turns bombing down the wing, but we'll see what happens. Next match we have is uh, Aston Villa Everton game. Mm. Everton, Everton win two nil. Not so. Sh- um, I don't think Aston Villa will put up the same fight that they did against Chelsea. Um, they kind of died closer to the end of the game, especially after the second goal. Uh, Bailey will start definitely. He will have a decent game, probably against Seamus Coleman. Um, I'd like to see that. I just want him to get a lot of game time because, you know, one of the few Jamaicans that can say, yeah, he, he should, he should get there consistently in a big game. But Everton for the win. Alright, Everton for the win. Um, scoring draw for me in that game. I, I think Everton's, Everton looks really good. They, they look really good. Rafa Benitez really look like him. Have them playing good football going forward. But for me, their their back line. I don't. I don't think he has. I don't think him honing and him starting back line yet. And I think that's what's going to be them. The downfall, at least for now, until him can figure that out. So I see a score enjoying that. Um, I would say two two. For that game, um. Probably Danny Ings getting one, Ali Watkins getting one, maybe Danny Ings getting both. For Everton, um, not quite sure yet if Calvert Loon will be back. So probably Richards Richardson getting those goals. So, may I tell you. Um yeah, so scoring draw for that one for me. Bright Leicester. This is like this is that's gonna be a good game to be honest. Two teams that like to play football. I think that's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about this game, to be honest. Um, for this one, uh, well, Brighton don't have much going forward. So I would say a Leicester 1-0. But it, would be, it should be a very good midfield battle. Kilimans, indeed, the Suma. People see what the Suma can do in a game like this. Energetic, 
uh, Leicester team going forward. Vardy, Madison as usual. Um, yeah, they will have a Brighton will have a lot of running to do. Um, but Leicester won. Uh huh. Um, we've already spoken on the West Ham United game, so just give us the scores on that one. I think United will run out two love winners in that one. Yeah, for me the same. Two nil. Get that clean sheet. Varan and Maguire will start. Shaw on the soccer will come back because uh, Marina isn't his coach. Um, <laughs> I remember he made a, a mistake against Watford one time during the Marina days and that was almost the end of it for him. And, you know, people were saying, okay, he's out of the team, he's not good, and this and that. I'm like, all right. Let's see how it goes. Um, yeah, 2 0, easy win. Uh, and probably the game of the weekend Chelsea versus Tottenham. Two coaches that have a more pragmatic approach to the game. Um, the both coaches believe in building from the back forward and that as a defense is more the winning defense is what will win you a championship first because if somebody can score against you them can't beat you so with that said hurricane has hurricane opened him no him don't open him him don't open up him scoring for the season yet no no Lukaku is on fire. Son should be back for that game. Um, was missing last week. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game, considering, as I said, they're both more defensive-minded teams. Um, I'm going to go for the surprise Tottenham one-love win. Tottenham? Yeah. Believe it or not. I think Hurricane... I think these are the games that Hurricane has made his name on. These are the type of games that Hurricane has always shown up for. As I say, he hasn't scored yet. Um, He's known to be a slow starter in the beginning of a season. Um, I do think Chelsea will have the, the better game and the better chances. But I, I don't know. Something just have me leaning towards Tottenham finding one and just completely sitting in and just soaking up pressure after pressure after pressure and, and just holding out. So that's why I'm saying Tottenham won. Okay. So a very defensive Tottenham holding out for one minute. Um, well, for me, such as a win, 2-1, Hurricane will score. Lukaku will score. Not sure who will get the winner, but I have a Chelsea win. Reese James will be starting. Um, he'll start Chilwell more than likely. Uh, Kovacic and Georgino, or Kante and Georgino. And then Kai, Kablea Zayic, um, Hudson Adon on the bench, bringing Mount. And there's the couple up top. Yeah, I think it will be 
who moves for Tottenham. They might score first, if anything. Um, but I think Chelsea will be most for them. Um, so two one Chelsea win. Lukaku going for the Golden Boot. Hopefully that's the only trophy he gets this season, but you know. Definitely. Hoping for that. Alright, so we have everything covered now. Yeah, so like it is. All right. All right, so run through last week. We have a preview in for this coming week. Um, this is your boy Oz signing out, Nick. Yeah, man. All right, this has been the Corner League Podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter at the Corner League Pod. That's K O R N A L E A G U E P O D. Send us a tweet. Tell us what you think. Thanks for listening. And tune in next week again. This has been the Connor League Podcast. Bless up.